Hi everyone, I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Welcome to Yoga Birth Babies, a podcast produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. We will be diving into everything prenatal yoga, birth, and baby related, hoping to inspire, educate, and empower you through your journey into motherhood. Thank you for listening. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Deb Blaschenberg. Thank you so much for joining us on our first podcast of Yoga Birth Babies. So I have so much planned for our podcast, but for our very first one, really what I thought would be best is if I just introduce you to who I am and what I'm about and how I got started on this crazy birth journey and just kind of give you a sense of what's lying ahead. So I came into this birth world kind of backwards in a way. Um, a lot of women come into prenatal yoga from being pregnant and experiencing it firsthand that way. So I came in quite differently. I didn't actually have my first child until about, I think it was maybe like nine years into being a prenatal yoga teacher. So I started off as a musical theater performer, as many people do here in New York City. And I was really enjoying that, but something felt like it was missing. So I had many people introducing me to this one woman who did yoga, and I kind of took it as a sign. And from there, I did a yoga teacher training. And I was soon disenchanted a little bit with the style in which I chose to pursue originally. And I was talking to some of the other teachers behind the desk between classes one time, and someone mentioned prenatal yoga. And that really struck something. I thought, wow, that sounds interesting. And I sat and I talked to my mom about it. And she said, you know, go for it. I think it's a really interesting idea. And what really drew me to that was I knew I wanted to continue in yoga, but I thought I wanted something a little bit more of a niche market. Um, so I'm not looking at kind of the whole population. I'm looking at a very specific population. So at the time, I, and this was, gosh, over, over 13, I think it was about 14, almost 15 years ago, uh, I looked for a teacher training program. And at that time, there was very few options. Um, surprisingly, in New York City, there was only one. It was only about a weekend. I didn't think that was quite sufficient. So after some research, um, I found this one at the Seattle Holistic Center, which I still think is an amazing place to study. And I studied with Colette Crawford, and she was hardcore. And it was 10 days, about 10 to 12 hours a day. It was crazy long. And I just absorbed everything like a sponge and I loved it. And I came back to New York and I just hung my shingle. I just thought, okay, let's do this. And I think I was, uh, I think 27 at the time, almost 28. And I was renting a room from a yoga studio that later turned my room into a dressing room. So I only could fit about six or seven people in there. And it was great. And it was moving along. And you know, I just hung a sign outside, prenatal yoga. And surprisingly, people signed up. And I just kind of went with it. And 
I used those students. It was such an interesting learning experience because here I was learning along with them. Um, the style in which I had originally been trained was very scripted. And this, what I loved about the prenatal, it really was open. I really could look at the students and talk to the students and find out what they needed. And so I was learning along with them. In fact, I always feel like, and especially in the beginning, that my students were my best teachers. I would instruct and look for how they moved, and I would see if what I was trying to convey was working, and I needed to look at the pregnant body as this very fluid being and not be rigid with the original style in which I was taught. So it was an incredible learning experience. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. And then about, I think it was maybe nine or 10 months into my prenatal teaching at this studio, they decided to make my room a dressing room. And so I, along with a few other people, I talked to them and I said, all right, let's open a yoga studio. And luckily there was a space pretty much across the street from where I was teaching. So I was still in the same neighborhood, still in the same community. And I just opened the prenatal yoga center. It's 28. I have a degree in musical theater. I have absolutely no background in business. But what I found was that a lot of common sense was really my best guide for that. So I opened the prenatal yoga center and slowly over time, I bought out the three other partners in which I started the studio with. And it was, it's been a fantastic experience. So within my first year at PYC, I had, um, a wonderful student who really, uh, she and I took a great liking to each other. And she invited me up to the hospital, which she was doing her fellowship in obstetrics and gynecology. And she said, you know, Deb, I know you haven't seen a live birth. Do you want to come up as my guest? Now, I'm sure I'm not going to say her name or the hospital because I'm sure it's slightly illegal what I did um, because they dressed me in scrubs and told everyone I was a med student. So... It was pretty crazy. I actually had people uh, ask me questions and I totally deferred to my friend. And I just said, you know, I don't feel comfortable answering these questions because truthfully, I had no right doing so. So I remember my very first live birth I watched, it was a mother who's already had, I think it was like six or seven kids. This baby practically walked out. And I was a little bit disillusioned because I thought, I'm like, wow, that's easy. Um, literally, this baby walked right out. And so after that one, I saw uh, three other births. I saw, which I found out later was very unusual. I saw twin breach. That was pretty amazing. 
practically everyone on the floor was in that room and I saw a little sneak peek. Uh, I actually scrubbed in for a cesarean birth. Um, truthfully, I didn't make it through much of it after the original incision and the smell of them cauterizing the blood vessels. I almost passed out. So I excused myself probably within maybe 15 minutes of the whole process. Um, and then a turning point came. And this is really one of those like Oprah aha moments. So I was at this birth. It was a regular vaginal birth, but it was getting to be high risk. And the attendant on, on call was there and he was using a vacuum extraction, which I'd never seen. I didn't really even know too much about it. And the rule with that is if it pops off on its third try, you can no longer use it. So this woman is really facing either have a vaginal birth with using the the vacuum or facing a cesarean. So a lot of people were in there. There's a pediatrician, many nurses, a lot of residents, a lot of students, myself. And it was interesting. So the woman did have a vaginal birth and it was kind of like this big hooray. You know, they were able to um, avoid the cesarean. And soon after the birth, the room cleared out. And this new, brand new baby was wrapped up and left in the heater. And the parents were just left there kind of shell-shocked. And it was, and I was there. I don't know why they left me there, but I was there. And it was really a turning point for me. I just stood with this baby. And I didn't verbally say anything, but I was just trying to be present. Because here it was, this brand new baby into the world. It was right. It was dry. It was completely different from the home it had been in for 40 weeks. And it was alone. And I just wanted to be a presence with that baby. And I was just looking at that baby, welcoming that baby. But more importantly, I was looking at the parents and they just weren't taken care of. The nurse was doing her paperwork. The doctor wasn't there. And the parents were just really alone. And I walked away from that day thinking, I have to do more. What I'm doing in the classroom is not enough. And I came home very upset, really shaken from that. And I looked up labor support doula training. And I went out, I went to the San Francisco Iyengar Institute, where Judith Lassender was doing um, a prenatal training, even though I had been already teaching that, but it was in conjunction with Dona and it was a doula training. And so I did that. And that was really a life changer for me. It's when I felt like I wasn't just, I loved teaching. I loved being part of the community, but I fell in love with being a birth advocate. It wasn't just, oh, I really like prenatal. I really love this population. It was really a turning point of, I need to help these women find their voice and find a sense of taking ownership of their birth and their pregnancy and be empowered to ask questions and be empowered to make decisions and be part of the process, not just a side result of having the baby. And so from there, I just really dove in. I just jumped in feet first and I started tending births. And fortunately, I had the pool of students. So I just offered my services. Um, the first three births for Dona, you have to have um, 
the women that you attend write up some information. And so I just offered those for free because I felt like I didn't really know what I was doing. So they were doing me as much of a service as I was offering my services. And slowly through time, I really built a quite enjoyable birth practice as a labor support doula. I then also started more, to become more interested in the childbirth education part, because even though I was observing births, I was really there firsthand, I was teaching prenatal, I wanted to really speak the language. I really wanted to have that evidence-based research behind me. So I became a certified Lamaze teacher. And within maybe a year or two of that, I also went down to the Far Midwifery Center and studied under mainly Pamela Hunt, but um, Ina Mae Gaskin was there, and that was really exciting. So during that time, I just kept attending births. I kept building the uh, prenatal yoga center up. I just really was in the community. It was really very special to me. And I also started to write educational blogs. Um, again, I really want to get out the information that I thought the women could use. You know, those that were not just in New York City taking classes with me and my other wonderful teachers, I wanted to reach the community further. Again, my passion was just about giving the women the information so that they can make choices for themselves. So here I was teaching, 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 and loving it, and attending births, and then um, I ended up getting divorced at one point, and then that kind of threw me for a loop and derailed me from the thought of having kids, but then soon after, I met my now husband, Joey, and the father of my children, and nine years after being in this birth world, I had my first child. I have two amazingly wonderful and tiring children. And so I thought I had a great pregnancy. I really did. It was it was really enjoyable and I loved the process, the journey into motherhood. But I have to say the birth threw me for a loop. And it really wasn't what I had expected it to be. Here I was teaching prenatal and I really thought it would be easy and it was a challenge. It was really a 42-hour challenge. I'm going to go into another podcast about kind of that experience another time. But what ended up happening was because there were so many things that I realized I had done um, perhaps wrong and during my pregnancy that didn't really set myself up for the most success, I really did have a challenging birth. And a very hard postpartum um, physically. I end up having to do physical therapy for my abdominals, my pelvic floor. But I learned a tremendous amount. In hindsight, I can see as horrible as it was, it was a gift because it really changed the way I taught. It really changed how I prepare the body for birth. And so again, it was just like the universe saying, okay, let's take this turn. Let's learn something new. And then for my second child, about two and a half years later, I really focused very differently on preparing my body. And from there, my second birth, now typically second births are easier, let's admit that, that's wonderful, a gift of the second child, um, but it was a lot easier, it was a very different experience, so I'm quite grateful for that. And I've been teaching prenatal yoga ever since, and we have been doing prenatal yoga teacher trainings, and I recently started doing some periscopes, so really the prenatal yoga center was born from just an idea of let's see what this population needs. Let's look at this unique population and step away from the, the bigger population and look and be present with them and empower them and 
try to help these women have a voice. And so that's where we are today. And we're 13 years into the prenatal yoga center. We've had almost 14,000 students, and it's been amazing. So the intention of this podcast, it's really three parts. We're going to talk yoga. We're going to talk about how yoga can help prepare the body for birth. We're going to talk about how yoga can help the postpartum body. We're going to talk about giving birth. We're going to ha- I'm going to have some wonderful guests and students talk about their experience being pregnant, talk about their births. I'm going to have some wonderful professionals come in, some authors come in and talk about birth. And I'm also going to then talk about babies and parenthood and motherhood and breastfeeding and caring for your newborn. So I feel so blessed that I have been introduced to such an amazing community of healers and teachers that are going to come on. So that is the intention for the Yoga Birth Babies podcast. And so I hope you continue to join in and listen to the wisdom that these wonderful guests have to offer. And if you have thoughts on, you know, podcasts as we continue going forward that we haven't explored, I please beg you to let me know because this is really about you, the listener, being part of our community, finding your voice, educating, enjoying, and enjoying this path into motherhood through motherhood. And it's really quite a crazy, wonderful, exhausting, exuberant journey. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope to talk to you another time. Thanks so much. You can catch me um, on our podcast, Yoga Birth Babies. You can check out our website, prenatalyogacenter.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Prenatal Yoga Center. And as I mentioned, I'll be doing periscopes. I do them about three times a week, typically Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings around 9.15. So thanks again and enjoy. Be well. Namaste. This has been an episode of Yoga Birth Babies, produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Thanks for listening.